Welcome back all the DC fans out there. This is DC Talk episode number 164 here on August the 22nd of 2021. And we are excited to talk about some DC news. We've got a nice character archive. I figure it go well with this week's Titans. And we're going to head back into the Watchtower. So before I do all that, you don't want to just hear me, but I am Mike. And I have also with me, Carrie. How the heck are you? I'm doing good. I'm, I'm, you know, you know, slightly nervous about some some internal California issues, but yeah, otherwise, yeah, I'm yeah. I'm doing good. Uh, if if you are in California, uh, just I know we don't talk politics a lot on the network, which we are a part of the Random Chatter Network. Go to randomchatter.com uh, to visit to visit our store, sign up through Patreon, um, look. Uh, Guests to the um, smooth transition. Yeah, the uh, Escape House Discord channel and all that. But also, if you're within the sound of my voice and in California, make sure you vote on the recall election coming up next month. Because um, yeah, or if anything, just vote because or just vote. It's your, it's your, it's your. You've it's given your right. that right. It's, it's your, your right cons- as, it's a, your as an American citizen. Yeah, it's your constitutional right as an American citizen until until you know certain parties decide to take that away. So, but that that, that I will get. I will not get. I will not step on that soapbox. Mike, go ahead. All right, as Carrie said, we are part of the RandomChatter.com network. But as far as this show goes for DC Talk, I do want to encourage you to check out the sister show, um, Guardians of the MCU. Great character profiles over there as well. They are also doing like MCU TV. Uh, especially with the new show What If. This past week, I watched the uh, Chadwick Boseman um, as oh, Star Lord. Such a great that, episode. That hit, that hit me. That hit me right in the feels. The end. What? Like the dedication at the end. Just, yes. Oh. What the, the, the What If show has been phenomenal. I cannot wait for this week. I'm excited about it myself. But check out their podcast as well. Check out Cape Chronicles. It's another one of our superhero shows. Um, we, uh, we just released the one, uh, what was the one we just talked about, Carrie? Um, Iron Man 3 wasn't going to be coming out until next month, but I think we released, uh, Dark Man, Dark Knight Rises. Yes, we just released Dark Knight Rises, so I'm excited about you guys. Let us know your thoughts on that. As far as this show although, goes, although, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. So, so just to prepare you guys, we've all, we've all lined up against Lizzie, uh, in favor of, Iron Man two being the better movie than Iron Man three. Mm, oh, that's oh, something that that's man. something coming up for next month. Just to, so you can prepare. I'm not sure all four of us could take Lizzie, but we could try. Yes. <laughs> oh, but hey, I uh, as far as this show goes, uh, we need your help. So this week we watched the the movie on the Watchtower. Um, we watched Justice Society World War II. Next week, we have The Long Halloween Part 1. And then the following week, we have The Long Halloween Part 2. With that being said, we have officially watched every animated... Um, uh, we've watched the, all the DC AMU, and now we've watched every other regular animated movie that DC has put out. Barring or the ones we haven't... You're the ones we, have, we aren't watched. doing on Cape Chronicles. We're doing together on Cape Chronicles, which most of them we've watched anyways, like Batman Ninja and that kind of thing. So with that being said, we need your help. So in about three weeks, we're going to need a new thing that we can do for the Watchtower. So if you have any ideas, any thoughts on what we could watch, um, 
preferably not stuff like the Snyder movies or anything that you know we're going to do on Cape Chronicles. But if you know of a of, of, of an episode or something, hey, we should watch it and discuss it. Let us know. Yep. And uh, and uh, we'd love to hear it. So do it in Discord. You can email us. You can find us in Discord. Let us know in one of the franchise channels or the Random Chatter Network channel, and uh, give us your ideas on that. So, with all that being said, Carrie, let's head into some news. All right. So, um, Danny DeVito is going to write a Penguin story for DC Comics. As he should. I find this fabulous. If you don't, if you don't remember, um, Danny DeVito was the Penguin, Oswald Cobblepot in the 1992 Batman Returns. The one of my favorite. Christmas movies, a.k.a. Tim Burton movies, ever. Um, there were rumors apparently suggesting that he might reprise his role in the Flash movie, but I don't know that those have been substantiated. No, they haven't yet. No, but he, but he could be one yet. of those... They could be one of those... Um, cameos that you don't know is there until you actually see the movie. It is, it is possible. It's it, this, this one is not in our notes, but um, and I think I, I think I had to post it in the, in the Marvel channel because it sound it, it talked more about Marvel than, um, than DC, but uh, Michael Keaton is ba- basically had to be explained. It basically had to be explained to him both how Batman comes back for the flash movie and yep. how um, his character comes back for the Morbius movie <laughs> because he doesn't—he doesn't understand. He didn't understand, you know, how comics work. They basically yeah. had to explain to him how how that works, and and yeah, it, there were he had a lot. Apparently, for both franchises, he had a level a bunch of WTF moments. Where he, they were basically trying to explain, they're like, you know, you don't know what we're talking about, do you? Like, nope, nope. I know, I know what my guy, I know my character. Um, I don't know any of this other stuff, um, but it sounds cool. So I'll do it. Yeah. So I'll do it. <laughs> and oh. that's basically how he's uh, handled both the DC and Marvel movies. So cool. And nobody can yeah. see me. Doing a two thumbs up, but you know, whatever. She is. Uh, yeah, I am. So that's gonna be cool. Um, I hope I can check out that uh, Penguin comic at some point. Um, yeah. We may not get. We may not get to this. This will be won't be out for a while. Um, but there's going to be a Catwoman hunted anime film coming um, shortly. Um, we yeah we don't know when. we don't know when um but it's the next this, one on the docket it is the next one on the docket after injustice mm-hmm. um the cast sounds rather cool I don't know all of the people on this list but let's see um Elizabeth Giles uh, will be playing Selena uh, Stephanie Beatrice of Brooklyn Nine Nine will be playing Batwoman. Uh, Jonathan Banks will be playing Black Mask. Steve Blum um, from Revels, etc. will be playing uh, Solomon Grundy. Lauren Colhan from, I believe, Walking Dead will be playing Julia Pennyworth. Keith David 
if you don't know who Keith David was, is um, he basically just did a a TikTok video voicing all of his more famous characters, uh, anime characters. See, see Goliath from Gargoyles, etc., etc., etc. He's going to be played Tobias Whale. Uh, okay. Jonathan Brakes is going to be played King Faraday and Box Mo- Boss Moxie, so there's a bit of a Gargoyles, Gargoyles reunion there. Uh, Kelly Hughes is going to be playing Cheshire. Uh, Kirby, Kirby Howell-Baptiste is going to be playing uh, Barbara Minerva, a.k.a. Cheetah. Uh, Zara Fazal, I apologize if, I've, if I'm butchering any of these names, um, blame the wine. Uh, is going to be playing Talia Al Ghul. I don't see Bruce Wayne in this. Yeah, list he at he all. he he may not be in there. He, he may uh, not. Be. It, it, it looks like fine. it's going to focus on Batwoman and Catwoman. That's fine, perfectly fine. So yeah, uh, and it's an an, and it's an anime movie, so that's going to be that's going to so, be awesome. So I'm thinking the same lines as hopefully Batman Ninja. That'd be really nice. Maybe, maybe, or or. Uh, crossing franchises again, you know uh, the uh, Star Wars Visions. Yes, show that looks that's amazing, coming up in, 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 a, in a few weeks. Yeah, that does look amazing. Uh, that's going to be very cool. Um, let's see. Uh, DC has announced a partnership with Webtoon. Yes, this is pretty cool. Yeah. Um, what is? Are they going so, to be releasing new content? Are they going to be putting? old content on the service what are they doing with this so um i think it's going to be new content it's so those who don't know what webtoon is um it's uh it's they're gonna come it's pretty much gonna come with a web comic series uh it's mm-hmm. gonna be set in the universe um they're gonna be standalone series um cool. it is supposed to help fans who even have no previous knowledge of this universe and history um to 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 kind of translate some stuff into there, um, it's trying its best to bring a the young comic fans they said back into stories or into the world of comics that they've never seen. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, they're trying to, they're trying the best to get a new generation. And knowing that most kids are watching their stuff on YouTube and stuff like that, they figure if they can put it out, they're like in that kind of a format, they'll mm-hmm. get more of those newer fans into comics. So. Uh, that's the uh-huh. partnership. We don't have any more details except that we know they've partnered with them. Okay. Um, uh, the they released a video of the Supergirl cast revealing what they wanted to steal. Uh, this is funny right here. Uh, apparently, Did you watch this. I have not watched this yet. Uh, but apparently, all of the all of the stars really wanted to keep their their costumes or super suits. Yes. Um, David Harwood especially wanted to keep the Martian Manhunter costume. Apparently, he wants to make it into pajamas. Yes, which that doesn't look that doesn't look at all comfortable. But okay, no. <laughs> um, no. yeah, all all of them are just basically Jesse, talking about how they want. Yeah, see, Jesse Rath said he's always he's already stolen so much instead <laughs> of a, including a piece of kryptonite in a Legion ring. The thing nice. he really said. The thing he said he really wants to bring home, though, is the chair from the Legion ship. <laughs> Which, um, that, that chair, that chair looks awesome. If he I wants had to put it space, in his living room, yeah. You know, hey, you know what? If I had the space for it, I would be gaming out of that chair. Like nobody's. That'd be a nice chair for game. Yes. 
Uh, Nicole Maines, who plays Dreamer, said that uh, she said she made it very clear that Nia had great wardrobe in season six, but she's made it very upfront uh, that she jokingly said what she wants. But if not, she'll use the five finger discount to get it. <laughs> so, uh, but anyways, oh, but in this article, we didn't kind of put it there um, uh, um, in a few weeks ago, but. David Hayward said that um, he actually was not going to be able to suit up again, but he is recovering from energy a little bit faster than he suspected. Yeah, I saw that. So he is going to be able to suit up one more time as Martian Manhunter. Yeah, I saw saw that that on Twitter a few weeks ago. Yeah. So that is really cool. For as screwed up as the past couple of years have been for... um, due to the pandemic and such, it yeah. has allowed for, you know, some space for, you know, injuries to heal and other such um, stuff like that. So that has been kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Um, or, you know, in my case, I can, I can you know, aggravate old injuries and be off the mat for a couple of weeks. But we won't talk about that because this is not this is not a Carrie moans about her in her old injuries show. This is this is DC talk. So yes. moving on. Um, and apparently this one has been has been confirmed today. Uh, a Black Canary spinoff is in development for HBO Max. This is a spinoff movie from the Lovecraft Country showrunner and starring uh, Journey Smollett. From, yes. from Birds of Prey. So, awesome. So Yay. it's going to be exclusive for streaming, uh, yes. which is nice. Much um, like the Batgirl and Blue Beetle movies. Right. That. So I want you, everybody to hear the, the movies we're getting that's exclusive to streaming. We're getting some characters that don't usually get a lot of love or screen on the big screen. Mm-hmm. We're getting a Batgirl, a Blue Beetle, and a Black Canary. Yeah. It's pretty good. Mm-hmm. So, uh, that's awesome. I'm excited for HBO Max on that one. And then, finally, we have so much news this week. No, we don't. We really don't. Um, Superman and Lois has added Taylor Buck uh, to the series for... um, as a series regular regular for season two. And if you don't know who that is, she plays Natalie Irons on the show. Yes. A John Henry Irons' daughter by Lois Lane on a different Earth. So, yes. complications galore next season. If you have not seen the finale, you need to go see the finale because, boy, did I just complicate things. Oh, yeah. By the way, did you notice who, did, who directed the finale? I did not. Tom Cavanaugh did. Did he? So, so, well, he it's, so even though, yeah, he did do a good job, and even though he has left um, The Flash, it's nice to see him, you know, Still directing, still involved with the family, as it were. So maybe, maybe we'll, maybe we'll see him at some point, you know, in the future, you know, on rare occasions when he decides he wants to play a Wells of some flavor. That would be nice. Would I be would nice. like it. So, hey, that's all of our news. We don't have a lot yeah. this week. Yeah, we nothing. Uh, uh, so let's go ahead then, I guess, and head into the Gideon's character archive. I began thinking about who we could do, and I figured a few weeks ago we did Blackfire, 
knowing she was coming for the uh, the, the Titans season three, and uh, so I figured, well, why not do Starfire? And I'm shocked we haven't done Starfire yet. And so I decided, well, I'm going to do the sister this is Starfire why we have this a time. List now. Yes, so we, we finally have a so list. Go back and reference it. Of who we've done and who we want to do. Uh, Occasionally so we, do, we have good ideas and stuff, and we, we write things down. We, that's right. <laughs> well, Carrie does. Uh, so this week, we're going to do Starfire, uh, also known as Coriander, or on Titans, they call her Cory. Uh, Cory Anders is, I think, what she goes by um, on Titans when she's in human form. Yes. Yeah. In quotation um, marks. By the way, I'm really interested in that. Um, their therapist guy, but uh, that's yeah, a whole, that's a whole different ball game. I think he's hiding something. But anyways, um, mm-hmm. she first appeared in DC Comics Presents and number twenty six back in October nineteen eighty, created by Marv Wolfman and George Perez, as one is. Um, Wolfman conceived this character as an exotic alien princess who is both sexy in appearance and a fierce warrior, especially essentially a red Sonja from outer space. Uh, based on this description, Perez visually designed Starfire to have golden skin, long flowing red hair, completely green eyes, and a voluptuous figure in revealing bikini-like armor. Okay, character- okay, wait, wait, okay. So, Starfire's original outfit was basically like two very strategically uh, placed strips Pretty much. of cloth that formed a V, and yes. that's it. But we're going to get into why that had took place in just a second. Okay. Because a lot of people think it was just to make her more of a sexy figure. That was part of it, but there was another reason. But um, uh-huh. her character was immediately popular with fans. And her look... I can't costume, think why. I can't think why. And her costume has remained virtually unchanged since her original appearance nearly three decades ago. Well, so she's I added, gotten a little... She's, they've added a bit more to the costume. They've made it... Yes. No. It, they made it so she's that she's not well, wearing that in Titans. No, they they basically made it so that she looks like her costume won't fall off. You know, at the at the mirror in a wrong movement. Yeah, in, uh, yeah. Anyway, continue, Mike. So I added another section here because this is somebody who has a personality. So personality mm-hmm. of Coriander is this: um, Tamaranians tend to wear very little clothing compared to humans both as a reflection of their uninhibited culture and in order to absorb more solar energy through their skin and convert that energy into the power of flight. Ah, that makes sense. So one is because of their culture. They're more free. They're more open and than, than Earth. And number two, they do it so that more the more skin that is showing, the more energy, solar energy, they can absorb. Okay. Yeah, to, to be to be fair, this this does kind of translate to like the U.S. and non-U.S. cultures because there are uh, U.S. culture tends to be a bit more prudish than say European culture. Yes. About things like nudity and and stuff. Yes. Yeah. So that that actually makes sense. She is openly flirtatious with men, even taken ones. And is seemingly oblivious to the jealousy she generates in other women. <laughs> Starfire can instantly assimilate other languages simply through physical contact with the other person. And if that other person is male, she will usually kiss them, often without warning. Okay. Um, she is a fierce and no-nonsense fighter and extremely aggressive in battle. 
So a little bit about her, though, where she came from. She was the second of three children born to King Mirander and Queen Luander on the planet Tamaran, uh, who's, again, their body absorbs solar energy. Her older sister we talked about last time was Commander Blackfire, was the first in line, but because she was crippled by a childhood illness, um, she was not, number one, that robbed her of her ability to convert ultraviolet light into flight energy. But number two, it made her very unpopular with her with the with the with the planet. So therefore, she was deemed unworthy to be queen, and that secession fell to Coriander. Um, when both sisters were sent to train with legendary warlords, the bitter commander ran off, allying herself with the Citadel. We kind of read this last time. They used this information to invade Tamaran. Um, they captured Coriander, and she endured six years of torture and sexual abuse until she and Commander were both released to the scions for experimentation just to kind of see how much solar energy they can absorb was the experiment. Mm. So they would keep pushing solar energy into them. Um, she eventually escaped and found her way to earth where she gained the help of teen Titans. She chose to remain with the team and took the name Starfire and quickly formed a romantic relationship with Dick Grayson. Um, so I did put this in here, but I will say that, she she almost married Dick Grayson at one time. Well, they got to the altar. To be fair, she, I think Dick Grayson almost mar- almost married Barbara Gordon a couple times, too. Yes, but this one they were at the altar, saying the vows, and Raven attacked. I think she was being taken over by Trigon at the moment and disrupted the ceremony, and she took it as a sign of we probably don't need to be together, and she left Earth for a while. So she almost married, but she was married, I think, twice to two different Tamaranian men. Mm-hmm. Um, if I remember the comics correct or remember what I looked up correctly, but she always had a romantic relationship with Dick Grayson, which I'm surprised we really haven't gotten that yet in Titans. No, we have. Yeah, but it was it wasn't the problem. Want- it wasn't it wasn't a. They slept together a couple of times, and they've afterwards they've kind of been busy. Right. Yeah. So the, the 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 problem is you're dealing with um uh Dick in a in a in a triangle love here because we know he had things for Barbara Gordon and then now Yeah, Corey, but it doesn't but but we're we, we're but we don't know if that but but we don't that's coming up. Yeah, we know we don't he's know. we know he's had a relationship with Dawn in the past. Yeah. yeah. So um poor Gar. <clears throat> but I did <clears throat> I did decide to talk about the Kingdom Come storyline a little bit with her because I thought it was very interesting mm-hmm. in the Kingdom Come. Uh, so in the Kingdom Come storyline, roughly 20 years into the future of DC Universe, a glimpse of Starfire's, Starfire's potential future life was revealed in this continuity, which, by the way, is a great comic series. Thank you, Carrie, for pointing me to it. Gor- it's gorgeous, gorgeous, gorgeous was- four-issue series. You finally yes. read it? Yeah, I, well, remember I, I I read it when I had the DC Universe. Oh, app. that's right, that's right. Oh, I'm I'm so yes, glad you read those. Good. Uh, in this future, the heroes of DC were scarce, and they were more violent than their predecessors. Therefore, why um, Superman had this big prison thing. They often choose to resort to brute force and murder in order to stop criminals and crime as a whole. The continuity gave glimpses in the lives of many heroes of the past, and Starfires was one of them. In this future, Starfire eventually married Dick Grayson, and they had a daughter named Marie Grayson. The family apparently lived 
together quiet, happily, until Starfire suffered a tragic death, leaving Dick to bring up their daughter himself. As she grew in adulthood, she developed superhuman abilities similar to Starfire's. She eventually became the night I mean the heroine Night Star with her appearance and costume and code name combining the elements of both her father and mother. Yeah. So all I can say is can we get a Night Star series? Please? I okay, I, I think I've said this on the on the show before. I will say it again. I would love to see them adapt Kingdom Come to yes. a, in an animated form. Please. I, I I, I am. I would love to see them do it. I'm also scared that they would not be able to make it as pretty as the comic. Yeah, uh, probably because, not. Because, okay, guys. I think I've said this before, guys. If you have not checked out the Kingdom Come series, please um, do. Please do. the The writing is fabulous. Every single page is done by Alan Ross. And it if you don't, if you nice. don't know who Alan Ross is, Google him. He does fabulous work for both DC, Marvel. I think he's also done some Star Wars and Star Trek stuff. So yeah, he he's awesome. Yes. And just and then look up his look up his material and then picture an entire four issue comic miniseries in that art style, and then tell me. Tell me anything that is animated could possibly do it justice. I don't think I'm. I'm not sure it could be done, but I would love to see them try. Yeah, I, I would love it, but I. I don't think they could, but I would love to see them try because that was a great series. So it was. I, I. Again, I appreciate Carrie Point beyond that mess. That was good. Um, so as far as Starfire goes, she doesn't have many much more differences than Blackfire. She does have energy absorption. She has enhanced vision, flight, star bolts, which are highly contrary to solar energy, durability, strength, and as they say, the kissing language, the linguistic assimilation. Mm-hmm. Um, she does have some weaknesses, though. Her emotions do help her concentrate <laughs> her powers. I know why you're laughing. Her emotions <laughs> help her concentrate her powers. So if her emotions are unfocused, her powers will be as well. Her other weakness is Dick Grayson. Um, I I mean, kind they're kind of best friends ish. So yeah. even even well, even even when they haven't even when they haven't been together, they've they've been they've been really good friends throughout the comics. So that's actually not surprising. It's like you know, drop well, everything, drop everything, and help 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 him. Help him bury a body or something, you know, why not? Well, I put Dick Grayson there because everywhere I read as well, it wasn't just the fact that sometimes when she gets, like, really irate and mad, her emotions lose focus, and that's when she goes kind of berserk mode. Uh-huh. Um, so she can she has to concentrate her powers, and a lot of times they said if it involves a relationship with Dick Grayson or that kind of thing, her powers become unfocused, and which could be maybe what we're seeing in Titan season three. She's having trouble with her powers. She can't focus. I didn't, I'm not saying it was, I'm not saying I it's Dick Grayson. Did you see, I don't know. Did you see this week's episode? I, I did. I'm not saying it's Dick Grayson, but I'm saying right now her powers may not be focused. Cause she's kind of all over the oh, place. Okay. Yeah. And she goes into point. that berserk mode where she can't control it. Yeah. Poor Gar. 
Yes. So something has got her off focus. I don't know what it is. Um, it could be the relationship feeling she's having with the therapist. Spoiler warning right there. Um, we don't know. But um, but anyway, so that was her weakness. I love characters <laughs> laughing. She's, I just saw in there. It's like Dick Grayson. Um, notable group. She's part of the Rebels, Justice League of America, Teen Titans, obviously, and The Outsiders. Her most notable con- DC comic stories, uh, Commander's Revenge, uh, The Battle with Blackfire, Convergence, and Blackest Night. She has a slew of animated uh, voices and appearances in media. So let me just kind of go through it. She is voiced by Hendon Walsh in Teen Titans, Teen Titans Go, Teen Titans Go to the Movies, Teen Titans Go versus Teen Titans. Um, she is voiced by Gray Delisle in DC Superhero Girls. Um, she is voiced by Jennifer Hale in Superman, Batman, Public Enemies. Um, she is voiced by Carrie Walgren in Batman, Bad Blood, Justice League versus Teen Titans. By the way, that's the one where, um, was that the one where she came to Earth and she kissed Dick, or was that a Judas Contract? No, it was t- uh, Justice League versus Teen Titans. That's the very okay. beginning of that one. Right, so that's when kind of when you see this linguistic thing happen. Um, she was voiced by Ken Carrie Walgren in Justice League Teen Titans, Justice League Judas Contract, uh, also uh, in the Injustice 2 uh, video game series. We don't know who's going to voice her in the Injustice movie. I would assume it's probably going to be the same person. Assuming she's in Injustice. Uh, I assume she would be. I don't know if she would. Um, let's see. She is also seen in Justice League Dark Apocalypse War, but she doesn't have any speaking lines. Uh, I don't know if it was that one or one of the other ones. They said that her and Dick had had a son or, or a child and she called while he was working on something. Um, but you never hear her voice. Uh, but she is mentioned by him in there as they're married in one of those movies. I don't remember which one. Um, no, I don't remember them mentioning that they were married, but she was one of the ones captured by Darkseid. Yes. And converted, and Dick was killed and brought back through the Lazarus Pit and kind of went insane because that's yes. what happens when you use the Lazarus Pit. <laughs> yes, it is. Oh. And, and then, let's see, she, currently she's being portrayed by... Um, Anna Diop in um, Titans. So that's uh, that's Starfire, and yeah. uh, she's not much different than than Blackfire stuff, but she's got an interesting past herself and mm-hmm. an interesting future. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. All right, Carrie, the Watchtower. What do we got? What did we watch the, this week? Well, okay. So, so first, before we leave, before we leave off on this. Um, so I before we before we long before we started working from home, uh, one of my coworkers and I were having this a discussion about about various comic book heroine movies. I think I think she brought up Captain Marvel and maybe Titans. I don't remember and talking about how, and okay, this is a woman by the way, <laughs> and she was the one complaining about how the women's costumes were altered to not be as revealing. She's married. She's has a very nice husband as far as I know. But she was the one complaining about this. And like, and I was like, what did you want the two, you know, strategically placed straps that may fall off at any time? She's like, yes. Like, okay. 
right. So it's not just it's not just women. It's not just men who are upset about the um, altering of comic costumes to make them more practical. But anyway, I digress. Let's get back. Let's get back to the (laughs) watchtower. We had some time where this is going to be a short show, I think. Um, yes. So we're watching Justice Society World War II. This was released on April 27, 2021. Uh, the Justice Society of America, a group of heroes aiding the allies in World War II, acquire an ally in the future who sends them on an adventure that changes history. And I was completely wrong about my theory that this was the Flash from Apocalypse War. Yep, completely different one. No, 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 no. Uh, very wrong. This is a com- they they completely just restarted the entire thing, and there's no mention of Apocalypse War whatsoever. We're start we're starting over from from Man of Tomorrow. I heard uh. now. By the way, that is the same Sue Superman um, from the Man of Tomorrow. Yes, that yes. continuity. Um, yeah, I'm trying to see. Let's see. Um, my goodness, I'm trying to see here because I actually, I actually saw this. Um, it is part of the DC Rebirth continuity, is what they're doing. Oh, so, okay. Man of Tomorrow, World War Two, Batman Long Halloween parts one and two are part of the new DC Rebirth kind of continuity. What they got going okay. on here, the okay. one we saw uh, last time, which was. Um, the soul of the dragon was just a standalone. That's completely film. separate. That's that's right. separate. But so, they've been but they've been doing that too because right. they, uh, that's how that's how we got stuff like Batman Ninja. Right. So so remember when we did the animated movies before we did the DC AMU, which is start with Flashpoint and ended in Apocalypse War. So it's kind of like the Marvels MCU. We had all those movies together, and it kind of led up to the Apocalypse War. They started their rebirth continuity. Um, it's a, it's a shared universe. Uh, they said with influences from Re- Rebirth continuity, uh, deals that started with Man of Tomorrow, then Justice Society, and then Batman Long Halloween. So this is going to be interesting how they're going to end yeah, this up. Yeah. Um, but anyways, yeah. Um, can I just say I just laughed. I laughed so loud, and I laughed audibly when Flash called out Clark for having a mustache. Just well, I. Because. I, I did- I I completely didn't notice it until Flash pointed it out. Like, oh, 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 he did that. Okay, okay, okay. Because because for one thing, I did not see the whole this is this is an alternate Earth thing coming. Yes, I just, I just thought you know Flash screwed up or Flash screwed up with the help of Doctor Fate and ended up in the past. No, he ended up in an entirely different Earth that was still in the in the middle of World War Two. Yes. And, okay. So, for those who remember, essentially he ran so fast to try to save Superman from the Kryptonite bullet that he ended up in the Speed Force, and Doctor Fate put himself in there and kind of yeah push him to a different Earth. That was yeah. I didn't pick up on that. I figured at first he ran back in pa- into the past at yeah. first. Like, I wasn't expecting a different Earth. Yeah. Um, so that, that was, was very interesting. Very. Yeah, cool. I did not see that coming at all. Uh, I, I the the fight between Wonder Woman and Aquaman though. That was awesome. 
really good fight. I thought that was pretty epic. By the way, I have seen Monty Python and the Holy Grail too many times because when 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 he introduced himself as Arthur, I'm like, I am Arthur, King of the Britons, or Atlantis. <laughs> yes, you have seen that movie too many times. And I have seen uh, that movie too many times. <laughs> it was it was a very interesting movie that um, so essentially the Nazis had found a way to subdue Aquaman and Arthur and uh-huh. use Atlantis to try to take over everything. Now, I I couldn't find who it was that was pulling Arthur's strings on that. Did you see that? Uh, so, I, I did, and I cannot remember his name, but I did look him up. Um, uh, his name in the, in the cast listing, he is the advisor, or Charles Halstead. Um, he is also known as Psycho Pirate. Ah, yep. Yes. See, that makes, that makes sense. Yes, so he is uh, the original um, Psycho Pirate okay. from back in 1965. Yeah. Now, this is this is updated from my notes because I could have swore that was Jason Isaacs voicing FDR, but apparently that was Darren DePaul, who also voiced Dr. Fate. Nice. Nice. But I... Without looking that up, I could have sworn that that was a, that was Jason. No, Isaacs. no, which I, Keith, no Keith Ferguson. They said on here voiced uh, Doctor Fate. Huh, weird. I'm just, um, I'm just, I'm just googling ran, random stuff apparently now. So yes, yes. Um, but uh, let's see that Black Canary scream. I've never seen one more powerful. That was you? pretty epic. No, yeah. Okay. So I I do wonder what they're and I kind of put this here in my notes. I do wonder what they're going to call this new animated movie universe since this movie is the continuation of the Man of Tomorrow. Uh, oh, Darren DePaul also voiced Brainiac, not okay, not Doctor Fate. Yeah, but yeah, I I I thought I thought that was Jason Isaacs. It, it all it was very interesting to see. You know, even in this movie where we didn't have we had Nazis. Mm-hmm. Who was the one person we did not see in this movie? Um, Hitler. Hitler. Well, uh, I'm, I mean, I mean, it's not you don't have to, but it's just you it's awkward to. that you see Nazis without Hitler being seen somewhere. But but we but to, to be fair, jump jumping franchises, we we don't see Hitler in in um, Captain America: First Avenger either. Well, we see him on a video projector, I, I think. So we get we get an image of him. But we know we we know that it's, it's we know that it's Nazi we know that it's Nazi Germany, and right. we don't we don't you don't need. Unfortunately, fortunately or unfortunately, depending on how you look at it, you don't need much to point out where we are in history. Um, to place it in World War Two if we're dealing with Nazi Germany. Yeah. And that is um un- unfortunate on many, many levels. Um it's also kind of easy to to pinpoint, okay, this is where we are. Um yeah, so but um I do like this animated style. 
I um, too. It's it grown took, on. Took, took me a movie or two to get used to it. Um, but I, it's kind of growing on me. I kind of like where they're going with it. Um, that was the first time I've seen that movie. Had you seen this movie? No, I haven't seen. I haven't seen any of the new, the newer ones. Not since uh, I think Man of Tomorrow is the last one I've seen. Okay. So, this is uncharted ter- territory for me. Yeah, I, I thought it was a good movie. Um, it was interesting to see the Flash kind of highlighted over a Batman Superman kind of a thing. Um, yeah, it, it was. It, it was. A, it was a good movie. I enjoyed it. But but also I and I think I I think I mentioned this when when they when they re when they were starting to talk about rebooting the animated universe it's like the AMU kind of centered on Batman and as much as I'm a Batman fan I'm happy to let someone else in the DC pantheon you know have the spotlight for a bit. But see, that's the thing. We haven't had the spotlight shown on anybody yet. It's been, like, it's been, we've had Superman, we've had Flash now, and next time we're going to have Batman. So we haven't had one central person yet. Right. Which is nice. So I think what they're doing is they're building up to a Justice League kind of a thing. Well, that that's kind of, that's kind of what Dr. Fate was trying to get Flash to do. Right. So, who knows till we get Wonder Woman or Aquaman? Who knows till we get those in this universe? Or if we get those. Yeah. So, uh, it was a good movie. I I was okay with it. Um, So, check it out if you've never checked it out yet. Just Society World World War (laughs) 2. Next up, Carrie, I have not read the comics for this movie. You have not it's seen been, this one yet. I have not seen the movie. I, it's been ages since I've read the comics, but the comics the comics were fun. It was okay. Bas- it basically this was a mini series that went on for thirteen months because it it started on Halloween and it ended on Halloween the next year. It was okay. great. The, so and, what are we and the artwork was awesome. Um, Batman: The Long Halloween Part One. All right, so. Uh, this is going to be interesting. I have never seen it. I've never read the comics for this one. I know. I've never read this comic. Uh, Carrie keeps... Carrie told me I should have watched it before I got rid of the DC Universe. Um, but mm-hmm. I didn't. Um, so I will definitely make plans to watch this one. And again, we're watching part one this time. Part two um, the following time. week. And if you have any ideas, let, let us, us know. know. After that. So, all right, Miss Carrie, anything else before we uh, head out for the night? Nope. Nope. Not a thing. Awesome. Well, listen, this is DC Talk. You can find me on Twitter at the DC Mike. Carrie, where can we find you on Twitter? You can find me at Carrie Blackfire42. That's K E R I Blackfire42. All right. And again, you can find all of our shows at rentertrader.com. Give us a look. Check us out. Let us know what you think. Uh, So, until next time, Oslo Lego and. Peace. Bye.